And welcome back to Scout Deck, everyone. In today's episode, we are going to be discussing the pre-wipe events that somehow we accurately predicted that they were going to happen as soon as our last episode ended. And now here we are, seven days of pre-wipe. It's almost like 12 days of Christmas, but pre-wipe edition. Exactly. And some of the presents really suck. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's okay. It's fine. It's all good. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. And what else do we got, Giga? Then we've got basically, when's the patch? <laughs> when's the wipe? You had to make me say it. Yep. And because, I mean, there's only so much speculation you can do on that. We're then going to be talking about basically our like top upcoming features that we want to see in the next patch. Because that's, that's going to be kind of interesting. And we'll probably see a, a mixture of some of these things, maybe all of them. We will see. BSG have kept their cards pretty close to their chest in this instance. So. Mm. We'll see, but we'll go through that, and that'll, that'll be that'll be kind of interesting. But uh, but yeah, so the so pre wipe. How much how much pre wipe have you been playing, Church? Are you, have you been like rocking, ready to go every day, logging in, you know, ready <laughs> ready to grind up your skills and all sorts of things? Z a, a big fat zero, eh? Big fat zero. I was tempted to um the which one was it? the Taz one was like kind of interesting, and I didn't realize that. Um, like I wanted to, I wanted to see what it actually did and I missed the fact that logical leaked the ammo stats. So I was watching a couple streams. So uh, like I guess you could say through other streamers I played that event because that was like the one Tarkov stream I launched as of lately that wasn't yeah. Airwings. But um anywho. Zero for me, man. I'm I'm just I want the white dude. I could care less about these events. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it makes sense. You, what's what's been uh, your favorite event so far? Um, it's difficult to say. I I do think that the I, I think my probably my favorite event so far is probably the melee damage one. I think okay. on balance, because I think some of the others like it's fine if they want to spread the events out or they want to give themselves more time because they haven't said anything. Like they haven't said like when they're doing it. We don't really know, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But this kind of drip feeding of events kind of gives them. The ultimate flexibility. I think we talked about this last time. You know, they can keep their cards close to their chest. They can do what they like. Nobody, yeah. they've ne never set a deadline. So no one knows if they're late or not, or if there's a problem or whatever. They can just keep rolling out these events. And all of these ones, they're just, I don't think there's really an escalation, particularly in these. It's just a sort of a it, random assortment of different events. For it sure. Kind of feels like they're stalling. Like, this event guys we're removing flea taxes like oh we're not bit, yeah. we're not completely ruining the economy we're just tinkering a little bit you know it's like yes yeah, that's the thing it's like um i mean i would argue that the dog tags making the dog tags worth like a ton more probably ruins the economy more than the flea fees thing but that's true but anyway yeah. so, so so like so day one we had like the xp gains which i actually think is pretty cool so the skills are leveling up I mean, it's what it's like two thousand percent faster or something like that so I ended up getting max strength, which was kind of nice because I didn't have to like grind all the way Is up. Is this your first like, time? Yeah, I've never had max strength before. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I have to ask. What do you think? It was pretty good. I mean, I was overweight yeah. in the raid as well, and I just like instantly went underweight, which was like running around <laughs> at like max speed. I was like, man, this is pretty awesome. So I didn't have max endurance. I still haven't got max endurance, even with um, <laughs> even with the, the skill boost, which is pretty silly. But um, I've just been doing like stupid runs and stuff, so maybe that maybe that's why. But it does feel pretty good. It does feel pretty good. I mean, it just feels like when I build my kits to be underweight, it feels kind of like that, but a little bit quicker, but just all the time. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, even when you're using heavier 
heavier stuff. Because I guess now it makes a little bit less difference than it used to. Because now it's just just the weapon's weight, and you know, but it's still it's a big deal. It's still a big deal. You know, it allows you to use five kilo guns. I just love because you can as soon as you hit max strength in the raid, you can feel it instantly. It's yeah. like it's like you just drop the bricks off your bag. It's like, <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, it's nuts. So so that I actually think that was pretty good because it yeah it let people get up to the maximum on the different skills. Like if they're just playing anyway, yeah. and just like. Feel feel them out, see how they are. Um, there's some that people just never ever get to, right? And um, I think I did. I see. I think Tiggs posted a video, and it was oh, which which one? I can't remember which skill it is. Is it like it's the one that gives you berserk? Is it max stress, stress resistance? resistance I was something? just talking about this, and I can't remember. Like I don't, I know, I don't understand the mechanic really. And it's like it gives you like some berserk state or whatever. But he was like ADSing, and the it looked like either he was like zooming in and out, or like the field of view was just like fluctuating yeah. like crazy. Um, they said apparently there's some bug that's been in there forever. Like people have had it before, and it used to be bugged this way, but then no one's had it forever since they made skill level <laughs> really tough. And then they've managed to get back with this event, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the bug's still here," which is quite funny. Well, but I've never seen that before. I don't know if it's a bug per se because I've seen it on YouTube as well, and it's like, I think what it is, how it works essentially, is when it triggers the berserk state, when you ADS, it increases your FOV, and then it re- and then it drops back down to your normal. But what you can do is just spam ADS. So it's just oh. constantly fluctuating. <laughs> oh, I see. I and see. if you I do that, that was happening. Yeah, if you do that fast enough, you can get this these insane FOVs where like you can basically see behind you. <laughs> and then <laughs> like the center of your screen is just like lines, just like jagged lines pointing because it's like such an extreme FOV. It's hilarious. That's so good. That's the um reminds me of that YouTube short. I don't really watch many YouTube shorts, but there's one guy, William Papadin, and he's got the uh the 300 FOV Chad guy, and it's just like the guy walking, and it's just like you know the, the <laughs> lens effect. Like, oh my god, it's so funny. I, I love his channel actually; he's very very funny. William Papadin, he's, he's got a good kind of RPG. He's got a lot of stuff about Elden Ring and things like that, which is mm. just like general RPG tropes. Is kind of his his channel. It's um it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But okay, I thought that that was just like randomly happening. I didn't think he was controlling anything. Like I didn't look into it too deeply. Again, I don't. I think it's one of those things where it's a feature that's never really been you know, like properly tested, you know, because of everything you, you listed before. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would like to, that's kind of my hope is that all of these skills were, anyways, we'll, we'll maybe get into that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the one interesting thing for me was that some skills just like accelerated up and just maxed like really quickly. And mm-hmm. I, I feel that some of them, I'm not <laughs> sure whether some of these skills that are on the basis of other skills, maybe they don't have diminishing returns or something, because some of them just went like, it was like charisma just went like 50. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, the memory as well just like shot up. Um, and I think those ones are based on other skills. Maybe I'm, I don't know. It's just a, a random theory thought. So I haven't really done too much thinking about it. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's kind of cool. And then, so yeah, it gets people the ability to catch up a little bit. Then, then day two, the, uh, they're like this one was really weird to me right like making all of the hideout now just cost pevco beers this is a great idea in theory in practice pevco beer instantaneously vaporizes off the flea market and now yeah. no one can ever upgrade the hideout ever again but it's kind of cool because like if you're that one guy that just has a bunch of beer <laughs> but like you know, uh, or know. like all of a sudden like beer just becomes this like crazy commodity you know it's it's kind of cool in theory but yeah, if the, I know what you mean. It's something, I guess. I don't know. 
I wonder who comes up with these ideas. I don't know. Because the thing is, so you can craft Pevco's. And I was like trying right. to craft some. Um, but you need, it's really annoying actually, because you need five, and I can't remember which one it is. It's one of the rye croutons you need five of. And it's the one that you can like never get anyway. Honestly, right. I think, is that, is that correct? I can't remember. Anyway, there's, so there's the one that you need, but you can barter the one that you need for the one you don't that, need. That you don't need <laughs> yeah. with therapist who also sells the one you don't need. So you can buy them from therapist and then barter them with her into the other type to then do the craft with. But the thing is with that, and then like now people work that out. So now therapist is just out of stock of yep. ameliorize or whichever way around it is, like instantaneously on resets. It's like, okay. And you need five and you can only barter three with her. So you even when it was yeah. like open, you did three, and then you have to wait another reset before you can do another three. So then you get and get five to do the to do the barter, and then you use the pevco. So I was like, I'm not sure who this is helping here. I don't know. This is just like random now. This is just super random. Like anybody who doesn't have it now basically just can never get this up to max, which is which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean the dog tags one, like they just multiplied the price for that. Everyone sold all the ones they hoard. People normally hoard dog tags. But I did a video about this because people just hoard dog tags, and I didn't even look into the barters properly um until recently i knew like the mvgs were good but just like through sort of hearsay and word of mouth like people saying in chat and stuff but um i saw people like making like 100 million or whatever just selling you know five cases for the dog tags at the end which is that's like the 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 economy breaking thing there that's what drives like the you know, the insane inflation and now i mean other than it being end of wipe it's like the two things combined like everyone has millions and millions and millions of rubles because all the dog tags are worth so much and we know it's the end of the wipe so people are willing to spend their money the propotols, like, I, I bought a stack of, like, 20 propotols, I think, for, like, 80, 90k each. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be fine. And then I was like, actually, that's a lot of money. I was like, nearly 2 million rubles just on, like, propotol. I was like, okay, but, yeah, it just goes like that. But, yeah, so the melee one, so that was, so that was day three. Then day four, the melee one, that was, I, this is actually my favorite one. And um, I didn't really, because I, I never look at melee. I actually unbound, so what I have on my keyboard now, I unbound melee, <laughs> and I have, I have uh, M as a single hit yeah, yeah, yeah with my yeah. melee weapon because i never want to just like take it out and then smash glass and then have to change back it's just really annoying so i have m as just like one hit and then it brings my gun back and and double m as i actually take my melee weapon out okay. and i've always just used the red rebel and i never really looked at it because it's so it's so hard to kill people with melee in tarkov just like i've never never bothered um but yeah the there are i mean i was vaguely aware of this but i didn't know which one was the best and there was different damages and the sword does the most damage so I went and did the sword barter before it got too expensive. People were like, yeah, go get the sword. Stop trying to hit people with the Red Rebel. I was like, okay. Because I, I did like three raids on Factory trying to kill other PMCs. And I got, I mean, I got kind of unlucky, I think, as well. Like I'd get like within sort of like a hair's breadth of someone and they'd just go, thought you could just insta-kill me, like <laughs> top of head. I was like, no, this is so crazy. Like, oh, I'm not very good at those kind of games normally anyway, like Maud Tower and stuff like that. I've never been like yeah. super like melee fighter. But anyway, after buying the sword and doing a few other random things, I ended up actually having some like pretty hilarious, hilarious raids. Actually, I ended up pairing it with because I was doing the quest to try and kill PMCs with the melee. And obviously, everyone goes to factory because that's where Tegilla was, which you had to kill. I think it was fifteen PMCs and Tegilla with melee. That was the idea for the quest from Skier. I think it's still open actually. But I did the fifteen PMC kills. Tegilla killed me once, and I was like, I'm done. I'm not looking for you know Tegilla. They didn't boost like what the thing that I would have changed about that quest is I would have made it like fifty percent. Um, spawn rate for Tegilla on Factory, yeah. But because they because they didn't do that, it's just like I don't want to grind. Like it's fifteen percent, man. Like I want to grind that grind. with everyone else. Yeah. yeah, and everyone else looking for him. And then like the one time I found him, he just shot me in the face with a Saiga Twelve. I'm just like that's just like 
it just kind of sucks. Like I had my fun with the PMCs. Exactly. And, um, yeah. And that was it. Like the event is just for fun, right? Like I don't care about completing the quest. It doesn't right. matter to me. I like I, I got the entertainment value out of the sort of trying to come up with a strategy for beating other players in that environment. Yeah. And that's kind of that's what pre-wipe is for to me, right? It's like coming up with a new strategy because something's changed and going, yeah. okay, well, how what does this change with the meta? Like how how can you get kills using this particular event? And um end up getting some like really good good ones actually. I paired mine up because I kept my uh pumpkins from the Halloween event. And I had I so I was like had the pumpkin head on <laughs> half the time. And then nice. there's one clip which is super funny. I actually put it on Twitter and um, I like run down the stairs and this guy just goes, Oh god, and they got overboy, <laughs> but just like just runs away and I'm just like hacking with the sword as this guy tries to run away. Like it was funny. He came in my chat afterwards and was like, dude, that's actually terrifying. That's great. <laughs> Uh, so that was so that was fun. So that was that was why that was probably my favorite one, because it's just it's just shenanigans, right? It's just like yeah. random shenanigans. Like people are still going in with guns into factory, but you're you're there. Like some people are like voiping, trying to team up to do together. Some people are just using guns as normal. Some people is just like every man for himself. Like it's just it's just wild, and you don't really know. Like it's like how do how to approach it? You have to assume everyone's about to kill you, and just like sneak around, sneak around, and then just chop, chop, chop. So yeah, it's good. And then there was just like, you know, remove all the negative effects from the stims, which is just kind of a nothing done, I don't think. Um, just, I mean, that's, that's kind of a boring event, right? And then yesterday's one, which is the Toz one, which is like my second favorite one. And you said that was your favorite one, um, which is sensible. And I think a lot of people, it probably is the one that they are intrigued with the most, at least. Yeah, and, um, it's probably accurate, more accurate for me. Yeah, and, uh, and I was intrigued as well, because I'm just like, oh, if you've got you know, new ammo types. Again, I saw it on Logical's website first. So he put up the two. I think there's like, it's like the Flechetta Plus round, which is like four, four shells with like 30 damage. I was just like, man, this is like this rubbish, right? And then the elephants, like, I wanted this to be like, they should have put in just something stupid. They should, should have been like 15 and like 50. So it just obliterates people or something. Like you have to craft these things and you get, you get like 15 at a time. You know, it's not yeah, like you can true. get that many. The stuff on the on the flea market is like almost entirely sold out at all times as well. Like you can't even buy the components. I had to go and find a hand drill to make the explosive ones because the hand drill, I don't think it's not part of any of the, the crafts that I ever do. It's the auxiliary yeah. item for this one. So I had to go and find one because when I went to the flea, there weren't any at all. Maybe it's stabilized now, but um when I went originally there wasn't one. So I scabbed into interchange and went and, and found one in there and brought it out which i was like you know what this is kind of the way it, you know this is how it should, <laughs> yeah. should be going imagine going into raid and finding loot dude that's i know ridiculous i know i was just like oh we got to go to a grenade box get some fuses like yeah. some tp bricks in the back of you know goshan or whatever right. and then like find this drill okay so i crafted a couple of them um but then i mean i've just i've literally just put a video out about it because i thought it was kind of interesting the the stats they put on these things have just made them like unusable basically like the the two other because like the, the fachette and the elephant rounds is just like because of the because of the jamming yeah, in general okay the general Wait, jamming is this event still going on yeah so everything's still jamming because that was the other changes all the guns jam at 100 percent now like they basically removed the durability threshold where it's below 93 am i am i mistaken am i speaking crazy talk well, i did see i did see logical write that i haven't experienced it because like jams are pretty unlikely anyway when you're at that high threshold i'm not sure what that was for i didn't see that actually go into talk of changes i just saw him say that 
so I don't know. Um, because otherwise, I didn't, I didn't actually, I didn't play today. If they didn't do that, then you could guarantee get off one Taj shot every time, which well, could be a good or bad thing. thing. Like, yesterday, you could. So, and I, and I went into, I did actually test it. I didn't test it live again today. I tested it in offline. But I couldn't, maybe it's different. I don't know. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's different, but um, I'm, I think it still works. I'm, I'm pretty sure it still works. Okay. But, but the first one, I hope it still works because I, I just posted a video about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, because these this thing they've got like stupid stats based. Let me let me find let me find one. I think I've got uh, where is it? Okay, pause. While you're finding that, yeah, this is what annoys me is why why do they not like? Okay, I saw they added new stuff, and I miss Logical's post underneath it where he's like, and hit here's the stats, and that's why I was like watching streams because I want to know what they did. You know, but it's just mm. like, man, I wish they would tell you the stats of these things. Like, just have it baked into the oh. to the game yeah. already. Like, okay, it has a ridiculous burn rate and jam rate, but like, what is the elephant? Like, does it do a lot of damage? Does it do a lot of hard pen? I don't know. What does explosives like do? Does it just blow up in my face? Like, I want to know. Like, I don't want to read flavor text. Okay, <laughs> I want to see stats, man. Sorry, I yeah, because I mean, it doesn't even tell, but it it doesn't tell you anything, right? Even the flavor text doesn't give you enough information because once you look at the stats, you realize that both the flechette and the elephant slug thing are both just like bad. Well, I thought they kind of looked okay. Like they pin class four, or like can roll to pin class four. They had decent damage. Anyways. Unless I'm mistaken, I thought they looked okay. But um, the explosive one did seem the best because it destroys armor. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe the original stats were not. Um, maybe the uh, the original stats weren't this. I think maybe they were something else. I see. I don't know what happened, but I think logical sight because it was so early. I think maybe it misinterpreted what what they saw because originally there was like. Not that it wasn't forty five and forty six because I'm looking at the actual ballistics wiki page now, and Flechetta Plus had like a penetration of five when he first posted it, and the other mm. one was like twenty seven, and I was like, no, that looks awful. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't up on the real ballistics page yet because they take a bit longer. But I guess the real info, maybe it was. I don't know. There was something, something in the code that was like different or whatever. I'm not sure. Um. Okay. Well, I take I take it back slightly then. But I mean, even still, they've still they've all still got the same like ridiculous. Durability burn and like heat, um, yeah, and misfire and failure to feed chance and stuff. So it's kind of interesting because, like, basically, like, have you fired the first shot? You pretty much couldn't ever fire again out of that same toz for some reason. And 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 this is the thing. So I figured that it must be to do with the like so misfire chance and failure to feed chance. You got you get fa failure to feed and misfires kind of equally. And so it, I didn't think it was like just a durability burn thing. Because if you fired one, it only went down to like 99.3 or something. So it wasn't like it was taking your durability down to 50 after one shot from on a, like 100 durability toss. Like that wasn't, that wasn't the case. So I was like, okay, well, it must be to do with the ammo then. And the misfire chance and failure the feed chance must be really high. Now, that was my speculation that it was just, for some reason, 100% always works. Like at 100%, you, the first shot just always works no matter what. And then as soon as it's not 100 then the stats kick in and then 
because they've got like be. some ridiculous misfire and failure to feed chance that then now you it's like a 70 percent failure rate like it's it's insane man as it could be the way the math works is when they got to 100 percent durability regardless of the durability threshold rating yeah it just can't possibly malfunction yeah exactly because it's like you know malfunction chance equals you know the the malfunction chance of the round like times 100 minus the durability right, right? and the 100 right. minus durability is always zero if the, if the gun's perfect but yeah. as soon as it goes to 99.3 it's then it's put you know it's, it's 0.7 or whatever and then you multiply right. that and it's fine but it's some enormous number and so then it always, it always jams or whatever somebody actually posted a comment on my channel and was just like no it's not that they said it's the it's the heating element of the round if you wait like two or three minutes then you can fire another round no problem i didn't test this but when i looked at it like the heat so on the explosive slug, it's only plus 255%, which in the grand scheme of things isn't actually that high. Like if you if you look at other rounds like Golnik and stuff like that, like they also have, and like even other shot, like to be fair, other shotgun rounds also have like insane heat. Like if you look at AP20, I think, has that one got a lot on it? Um, I maybe don't have it on the wiki. I'd have to look at it in, in the actual game. But um some of the other rounds have got like super, super, super heat as well, and I just, I just don't think that's the case. I, I I'm didn't a little test skeptical, that, but, I'm but not sure. you know, we're we're it could be. To you. Okay, so CZ says it's 148. percent So there you go, right? It's like, and it's not like you can never fire the shotgun again after you shoot it once. But maybe it's because bolt actions. Maybe they don't have. Maybe they don't have like I don't know whether each weapon maybe it's got a heat capacity within the weapon or something before it overheats and maybe you uh, know normally it goes to a hundred and the bolt actions they never set them so it's one so the toz overheats instantly but then there's no animation that. for it I don't know I don't know it could it could be that too yeah the long and the short of it is who cares you take in <laughs> ten tozes and you load each one manually with one round and you always get your shot off perfect and each toz you just discard. And there was a strategy. We worked it out on stream over about 20 minutes. Actually, maybe it might have been longer than that. I spent way too long just like figuring out the mechanics of like <laughs> perfectly min-maxing how to do it. So you go like, you like fire, you swap. Yeah. And once it's swapped, you then grab a round from your secure, an explosive round. Because you don't lose them if you die, right? You grab a, an explosive oh round from your God. secure container. Loaded you drag in. it over the toss in the bag. <laughs> You let go, you then click the toss in the bag, you drag it over to the gun you've just switched away from. You then press discard on your mouse, which discards <laughs> the gun underneath and then drop it in the slot seamlessly. So you're in raid and you're just like, bam, swap, you click, 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 and then swap back over and just like keep keep going, bang, That's bang, funny, bang, bang dude. with the toss. It was fun. It was fun. So I so, tried doing that. It was like playing like Dota in the middle of playing Tarkov, you know, it's just like, you Blink dagger, you know, got stun, <laughs> stun alt mask of badness. It's like reminds me of playing Sven like back in the day. You, know, you have funny. to do like four or five key, right. key combos all in the right order, or it doesn't work. It reminded me of that. Um, so yeah, so like mask of madness, tried to stun. No, I ruined. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah, exactly. You've like silenced yourself. Exactly. It's like it felt exactly, it felt exactly yeah. like that. You know, it's like you swap, like or you swap too early, or you forget to swap, and then you discard the gun. But you're holding it, so then you're you're guy plays the animation of like dropping the weapon and then you're just left holding the sword and it's like it's just <laughs> yeah. a mess um yeah and if, i had like you go you go what you if go. what if you did this what if because i think i saw you doing this what if you brought in a uh, there's got to be another rig but one that comes to mind is alpha rig and you put the tazas in there and they're like ready to be fired from the rig and you just hotkey them so you just press hotkeys instead so you like, can do that boom boom that boom, boom. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. You could do that. That works. With the alpha rig, you get four slots. Oh, do you? Okay. So you've I got, do you get four three? I think you get four three because I had I was using the ACPC, so I wasn't using the alpha, but you get two three by ones in the, in yeah. the CPC. So I had two tosses in there at one point. So you just you can go like you know, bam two, bam four, bam five, <laughs> bam. You, know, you get like yeah. four shots off if you want to keep four in the thing anyway. But again, right, you only get fifteen. So I was like, ah, oh, ammo preservation is like the utmost priority. And as soon as you get a jam, right, you to actually fix it, you lose the round. So I was like, man, you could uh, like really run out super quick if yeah. you if you don't do this. So I was like, this at least means you can do it. And I was taking one. I think you came into my stream when I was wandering around reserve <laughs> and I had like I had just like pocket toss, like mm-hmm. a GL in the other slot. So I was wandering around just trying to find opportunities to use it, but it was really hard to find anybody. Um oh another interesting thing, if you use it at point it's basically okay, actually this this is interesting. This is kind of more interesting in some ways. If you use it at point blank, it doesn't go off. So you can't blow yourself up. There's an arming distance because it acts like a GL nate. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Like, is it, is it essentially a GL, like how it yes. functions? Okay, that's what I was wondering. And it's, got a very, and it's got a very slow speed. So I think it has the same arming distance, I believe. I had a quick look through the, um, through the wiki, and I, the number rings a bell, but I didn't, I didn't actually confirm it. But it's got a very similar arming time, because it's all based off time to the two to three meter GL nades. But those things travel a bit quicker, I think. And so the TOS one, it travels really slowly. So it actually hits over like a meter and a half or something. But yeah, still at a point blank, it won't go off. So you still need to be about a meter and a half, two meters away to make sure it goes off, which made me think, I wonder if this is a test. Like, well, I wonder whether the code for the UBGLs right. from the M4 <laughs> and the AK have just been slapped into the TOS to, do, to test it and just see what happens when people are using it on the server, right? It's a theory. I mean, it, I mean, is, is it too much of a coincidence for them to have added this like random round in the pre-wipe just in the patch before we're supposedly getting underbarrel grenade launches? I don't know. You tell me. But it seems <laughs> kind of sus to me. Dude, uh, so someone posts, I think it was Hayes, actually. He posted on Twitter, like, on day two, he was like, I don't know, guys. This is like, a first event is, you know, max skills, essentially. Second event is hideout. We know that Nikita said they're reworking skills and they're adding new hideout modules. Are they going to tease us these pre-wipe events with all the new content? And if you look at it, dog tags are getting reworked, question mark. Melee damage quest slash boost question, rework, question mark. Uh, stems, re- okay, maybe not, but but <laughs> hear me out. The Taz, now we get to the Taz. The GL, you know, hinting at that, maybe. Flea market fees being reduced change slightly you know i'm just saying guys i don't know could be it's all uh what, what do they call it foreshadowing yeah foreshadowing you heard it here <laughs> first everything's going to be pevco in the new wipe well what, I'm trying to think well, maybe they could like how would you hint that streets like maybe you do like take the streets model that's in the built in the uh in the game and then swap it out with like Christmas lights are covered all over it, so you can see it like <laughs> in the distance. It's just like all these. Oh, Christmas... that'd be so cool! Yeah, that'd that'd be so... Really and that would cool. actually probably be quite easy for them to do because potentially, yeah, well, maybe because it's just like a sky. It's a skybox type thing. I would think it would have to be a patch. It would. <laughs> could because it be a, could people it be a, need the. A, could it be a one-hour patch? <laughs> it might. You know, a, protect, a potential technical <laughs> update. I mean, dude, seriously, because you have to, people got to have the, um, the mapping 
assets for it. You know what I mean? The the, the files for it. I would like I seriously yeah. It's like that's the only logical, reasonable thing. There's just, I, I just can't see a world where they can upload to the server and then yeah. It just no way. That's not something they can change on the server side. But I don't know, guys. We did just get a technical update. Wait, is it happened already, or is it? They announced so it's, it's tom- happening. It's it's an it's announced. So the technical patch has been announced today for tomorrow. But this is only so they said December the twenty fourth, seven a.m. GMT, two a.m. EST. We're conducting a technical update. It'll take approximately one hour, but maybe extended if required. And people were like, "It's wipe, is it?" Everyone's just like, "Everyone knows." It's just like, "No." Can you imagine them if they're able to wipe in an hour? Like, yeah. dude, that'd be unheard of. It normally takes yeah. them like. Was it like five hours, and then they say, "Sorry, it's been extended by another three. Like it takes them, it takes right. them so long to do the wipe. Yeah. Um, and as a lot of people have said, like this is probably adding in the Christmas tree in the hideout, and like adding in the the Christmas layout for the for the lights in the hideout. Something adding maybe like Santa or something. Right. You know, something they've done before. Um, I know that Nikita. He didn't really say anything about Christmas in particular, but I know they've. But especially about New Year, they didn't seem that keen on like building new content for it because they're putting so much content in the next wipe. Like, it doesn't really, doesn't really matter, and they are kind of busy. I think. So, I was wondering about that. I was like, do I really want to play Wipe Day with like Santa being in the Wipe Day event? Like, I don't really want that at all, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. Yeah, you really like minus minus five scav karma right off the bat, <laughs> right at the start of the wipe. Yeah, it's like no, thank you. Dude, do you know how many accounts that would just kill? Like, you do it once, you're in the hole pretty far. You do it twice, you're buried, man. Like, yeah, negative seven, negative ten deep. <laughs> and it was like one peg's thing, right? You know, when he got like max Gav Karma, like plus six, and then he killed, there was that bug, and he killed two, was it two raiders on reserve or something? And he got minus six and minus six. And he was at like minus 12 within like, I mean, it was like five days into the wipe or something. But you can't reset your account. Yeah, that's what you're saying, dude. Imagine you kill Santa twice on like day one. And you're like, ah, I'll just reset my account. No big deal. And it's like, you have 29 days and 23 hours yeah. left so you can reset your account. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't think that it would ever make sense to have Santa in the, the I, you know, day one because God, please no because santa's like a stupid thing for like pre-wipe like yeah. end of wipe shenanigans and stuff like it's not part of like the hardcore gritty yeah. realistic <laughs> war simulator um at least i just don't think that's kind of their jam i don't think but uh yeah so this technical patch is coming which is which is interesting i mean probably just means christmas stuff but i mean there could be other things in there to prepare for the for the patch as well for the for the wipe who knows We'll see what it brings, if anything. Um, and I guess, like, yeah, the other interesting point to note is that the Twitch drops have actually been confirmed. Now, I know that these were, there was, like, rampant speculation about whether they can or cannot do Twitch drops, but apparently they can do Twitch drops, which is, which is good. And it's going to be from the 29th of December to the 7th of January. <laughs> Pulls up calendar on second monitor. <laughs> Yeah, which is which is pretty interesting. So that basically takes us from Thursday the 29th through to Saturday the 7th. Now, for, for people probably don't really care about the end. It's the first date that matters. Right. The fact that VSG have confirmed drops from the 29th, you like you you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't <laughs> do drops in pre-wipe, right? <laughs> you do you do drop in in the post-wipe. 
Yeah, surely, I, right? I, I think the evidence, the circumstantial evidence, I mean, they've been doing these events. These aren't really, like, pre-wipe events. Like, the pre-wipe events that we're missing is traders, one, everything's one ruble max traders. Yeah. Um, bosses on all maps, open labs. Like, those are, like, the hallmarks of, you know, the final days. So, everything up to then is kind of just, like, stalling. And then you get drops on the 29th. So, like, the window, you know... And Christmas is 25th, and I really don't think they're going to do a Christmas wipe, as we said in the last episode, because... I think it helps that it's at the weekend, because they probably yes, don't want to do the wipe exact, on Sunday. that's true as well. Either, right? It would be awkward well, if the 25th was Monday. Yeah. Because then it'd be like, oh, you know, it'd be maybe in play, or like if it was Tuesday or something, they'd be like, oh, maybe they'd just do it, you know? But like the fact that it's on Sunday, I don't think they're going to want to, you know, they probably want to spend their weekend. Right. Not dying, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's it's not going to be fun for those guys. So, it kind of yeah, as you say, it kind of like really narrows the window down to somewhere between the twenty sixth and presumably the twenty eighth. I mean, they they could wipe on the 29th on the day that the drops are starting, but that sounds I mean, that seems too crazy. Kind of crazy, yeah. That seems way yeah. too crazy. Like, yeah, it does. Why why do that? Like, if it was you know not streets if it was the last patch then like okay maybe you know because they had like what five pieces of content the last patch sorry so <laughs> that's not true they had more it was more like seven but anyways it's <laughs> why do it with the biggest wipe potentially Torgo's ever seen update yeah and then also do drops on the same day and then what the 29th that's like uh thursday is that a thursday yeah and it's like right yeah exactly and it's right at the end of the week <sighs> like just before new year i just feel like they got way too much about why throw extra stuff on there to make it just no they're probably gonna do monday tuesday maybe wednesday i feel like wednesday's even pushing it like maybe I don't know. maybe yeah I, th- I think it'll either be monday or tuesday we'll see We'll see. But then that means that this weekend could be something crazy, right? This weekend's going to be like... It's kind of what I'm thinking. Ra- raiders on all the maps. Right. Like bosses. Like one ruble. Everyone's going to be running around with T7s again. Like, yep. I do find it funny, actually, that T7s, because they're one of the top-end items that you can still buy for cash, because it's a silly amount, and you never see them. But in the end event, they're one of the few things you can actually buy with rubles, because everything else is yeah. like barters. So the, the cheap stuff doesn't make any sense. They should almost convert all the barters to one ruble. Because like they keep all the barters normally, and it's just kind of silly, because you can't access that stuff, because it still costs like a billion rubles on the fleet, or the, the yeah. items are like non-existent, or the, the limit system in place, or what was the you know, stupid stuff like that. Right. Not that it matters, because not, none, none of it matters at the end of the day, yeah. once you get into that, that stage of the wire. But I, so. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so we're, I think yeah, we're, we're pretty set then on 26th, 27th, 28th, some, something around then. Probably 27th. If you're going to hedge your bets, but we could see it as early as Monday, maybe as late as, as Wednesday, which is pretty exciting because that gives us one, two, I mean, it potentially gives us three days. Dude, I'm, I'm, am, I re- I'm, am I ready for that? Oh my God. Like, wife is crazy. It's a lot, a lot of fun. There's a lot of work as well, you know. It's a lot of work. <laughs> for for content creators, it's a lot of work too. It's good though. It's good work. It's fun work. Yeah. Because you're probably, because I, I, well, actually, I don't know about that, but. 
I actually I did see Ghost say I haven't looked into it, but twelve hour or no more twenty four hour drops. Like they're doing twelve hours. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think that's. Did he I say that's that? True, yeah. look. But anywho, um, I think I think that's true because people complained a lot last time about because yeah. every streamer got a, a day and it started. Right. So mine, so in my time zone, it was, and this is the thing: it's like time zone. Who depends right where you are in the world? Mine was ten a.m. start. And my slot was like 10 a.m. till 10 a.m. the following day. So I was just like, oh, you know, F me, man. I was like, and I got, you know, I was like, I didn't even know I was going to be included, right? So I was just happy to be, happy to be involved. Don't leave me out, FOMO, you know? Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, you know, I'm not going to like, not going to ask for a day change or anything. But, um, you know, I was still like, I was still working full time at the time. And yeah. I had like a Thursday from like 10 a.m. till 10 a.m. Friday morning. I was just like, dude, there's like, what am I supposed to do with that? So I took Thursday <laughs> off and then played from like 10 a.m. until three in the morning. Right. And then went to bed for four, three, three and a half hours. And then I got up and went to work from Friday. This is like, dude, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. I just did like 18 hours. I was like, I can't do the full 20 because, uh, sorry, this full 24, because I would have had to have been in work like negative right. three hours when it finishes. So I was, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll do them. I'll do what I can. I'll do, I'll do 18 and then sleep for like, yeah, three hours. Even that carry on. Yeah. is a lot, dude. That's a it's lot. It's a lot. That's like, well, I would argue in some ways that that's, that was worse than doing 24 hours, right? Because then I worked until like 7 p.m. So it yeah. was like 10 a.m. Thursday until like 7. I did sleep for like two or three hours, but then like, I had to go and like do something even more. Mundane. Like I wasn't on playing video games. I was like, I'm to do like actual real stuff after playing like 18 hours of Tarkov. Like my brain was just like Swiss cheese. I bet. I'm yeah. surprised you made so, it do um, that, dude. I, for me, I probably would have been sleeping on the job. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty nuts. So yeah, so this year they've listened, I think, and they... Because that's the thing, when you're given a slot like that, you're incentivized to maximize it, right? Like it's, yeah. a, it's a one, you know, it's a, it's an unprecedented opportunity to do whatever you want to do for your channel and promote right. yourself and like be there and like get a huge audience. Like I know most people aren't watching and they're just there for the items, but like, like the, the number's cool and it gives, you know, it's, it gives you kudos, whatever, and it's a fun thing to do. And it's, you know, never going to see that number ever again. It's like, yeah. why not? You know, let's just stick, let's go for it. Um, and in fairness, actually, like I ended up getting quite a lot of followers from it on Twitch. Like it was really oh, yeah. good for my Twitch because... So my Twitch channel is not that big, right? And so being on Twitch and having people know me from YouTube and then, but then sort of being in the spotlight for that day, people are just like, oh, he streams. Like, I still get so many people who are just like, oh, you stream? And I'm just like, yep. yeah, like, where do you think all the clips come from? It's very, it's, it's odd to me. Um, but anyway, so yeah, you, you kind of feel like you have to make the most of it, is the point. And if you give the opportunity to people to do a 24 hour stream, they were going to take it and, and, and do it. So making sure that they can only do 12 hours in like two separate blocks is much healthier for everybody because people don't feel like compelled to, to, to do it. Um, and it's just better for the creator community. I think it's also good for the viewer because they changed it. Now. At least as I understood, they changed it where you can't, the scripts that automatically claim the stuff doesn't work. Like you have mm. to do it manually. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I've heard. Um, okay. So Someone now that it's... Something. Clever, yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're gonna work around it, but now you because that was kind of the once they did that, I guess that made 24 hour drops a lot less appealing because you would to get like the top tier drop, you had to be there for however many hours, you know, it was like consecutive, so it's just, mm. 
like set your alarm for every three hours, wake up, click the drop. Okay, you know, go back to bed. It's just kind of like stupid. Oh, but... it's like proper degen. Yeah. Maybe. Basically, like total degenerates and people who have young children are the only people who can go and collect. You know, <laughs> but it's, it's so bizarre because like no one's actually like watching it. It's like most people, right? But like, you know, they get Amazon gets to play ads. And like the advertisers are like, it's just kind of weird because they're like kind of like throwing money at no one. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, it's almost for like kind of like fraudulent. For yeah, the it's, right. Uh, just like it's like yeah, we have this many people watching right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're definitely watching your ad. Yes, for sure. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah, it uh, is weird. It is weird. But um, yeah, okay. Uh, so that so there's that. So I mean, it's 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 an exciting time. Like I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. It's always good. You know, everyone gets so hyped for the new wife and nothing every wave like after it, this. And, and yeah, there's nothing else like it. It's gonna be gonna be gonna be good. If you haven't played your first wipe yet, like if you joined early wipe, like fresh wipe, it is something to enjoy, to embrace, to. to you know, just commit to your memory. Like, you just, you just can't describe the first wipe. I mean, your first time playing Tarkov is very unique, but the first wipe is also just... Because you get to take that experience, you know, if you joined, like, mid-wipe or whatever, and then apply it to, like, the fresh wipe, and it's just, ah, it's so great, man. It's just scrappy. Get in the ring, you know? So good. And then, and that's that's the thing. It's the way the game always should feel and always should have felt yeah. so that's why people love it so much but it's, it's very hard to you know crystallize on that that feeling forever very hard to make an, right. a game loop that makes people want to do that for, for a long time which we've discussed at length in various formats um before we go off on an epic tangent about that which i'm like i'm like teetering on the brink i'm like no let's not do that there was one other interesting leak i guess um which was nikita posted a picture and i don't know which is more surprising so it was it was a picture of well it's like a kill screen and it says demerka ea mp9 thorax to you 87 hp two hits and there's a picture of kind of like the, the body layout with a red thorax and a red arm and uh, yeah i don't know i don't know what what's more What's more shocking is that, you know, because the, the, it's probably an arena leak. That's what people are saying. It's going to be, well, that's at least what I think, is that there's going to be a more granular breakdown of who shot who and who hit what and what damage you did to what. Um, or whether Demurka managed to hit two shots of, you know, the MP9 after uh, showing the <laughs> was... performance on Tarkov TV. <laughs> you stole my joke, dude. I was going to say, I think it's a, I think it's a fake. Because uh, the key to that stuff, all right, he, he totally doctored that. No one's ever killed anyone with the MP9. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh, it's so, we're all so mean. We're so mean. Uh, great minds think alike, I say. I just like, there's just not, that Tarkov TV with the lighthouse one way, he's like trying to get to the lighthouse and there's a scab and he's like shooting him, breaks his leg, he's got no splint, he's like hobbling to the lighthouse. Dude, it's like tuning to one of my streams actually. Yeah. You know, people just like wandering around reserve looking for a splint. That's like half of my life these days, it seems. But uh, yeah, that, that's pretty fun. So it looks like we've got a whole new interface, right? There's 
you've got your icon, your name, there's a some kind of level, and then like a little chevron, so it's like rankings almost. So it looks like, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we've got, you know, the, this sort of post-raid, like who killed you with what gun and, and how many hits, because normally you don't get this, right? You just get like the bullets in Tarkov. You just right. say, you got peppered with these rounds in these locations, whereas this says like MP9, Thorax, da-da-da. So it sounds like it's going to be more of this kind of granular, granular post-raid. I mean, the cycle does that. Um, if I remember when we played that bit, and it was like, this guy shot you 20 times with the, you know, alien nerf gun. This, <laughs> this guy shot you, you know, three times with yeah. the, the pain, the pain needler, you know, it's like all of that kind of thing. But that combined with, and then I think Dimitri posted something as well. Dimitri Ogor, I, I can't pronounce his surname, Ogorodnikov. Um, and on the 22nd of December, he he literally just posted a picture of the Escape from Tarkov Arena Twitter page, which is verified on Twitter with a yellow. So it has a square. I mean, the Twitter stuff is just like, honestly, Twitter's just like melting. But that's now got a square profile picture because it's a, a thing and not a person. But he just said, by the way, at Tarkov Arena, hashtag Tarkov Arena. And people were like, what does this even mean? Like, is he just showcasing that it's there showcasing the page like should we follow it like they're just doing marketing a lot of people a lot of people took it as arena's coming in the next patch i I really 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 don't think that's the case because it's not like it's not a thing to come i don't believe right it's like a whole separate game for people to buy it's like a dlc i don't think i don't think it just like comes in the next patch i don't think that's the way it works the news on that is kind of weird because they were supposed to do close testing and like fall right was like what nikita said at some point and then it just never really got reported on and presumably because no one wants to report on it because they're scared they're gonna get blacklisted like let's just say hypothetically that like some people have played it and tested it already but like no one's gonna say that and i don't think nice guys would even report that if he did get a source that said they you know that's it's just yeah, kind of like he, i i think he wouldn't i agree so it, it's almost like I don't even know. No one knows if it's actually they, you know, were able to like execute on that promise and it's been tested, or if it's not been tested, Arena's going to be like even more delayed or whatever. I don't know. Big yeah, question. I heard like there. I heard it like a rampant piece of speculation in my chat that somebody said that somebody had posted a video somewhere about like a build of the arena of someone playing it, but then it got deleted or or something. Like I, I was just like, oh God, I mean, it was like the proper proper rumor mill stuff. I was like, it doesn't even tell me any anything inf- informative. Like, I, don't, I don't know if you're telling the truth or it's just like it's just BS. Um, I don't know. So like, who who knows at this point? Yeah. Who knows? Um, and everyone was saying in the chat that like. It's Probably coming soon to the ETS servers is is his guess, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just I, I think it's very very unlikely we're going to see Arena 1.0 in the next patch. Like, yeah, I just I just, just seriously if, okay, don't think that's if they do right. that, I will worship BSG for the next ninety days. Okay, they earned that because that's very. That would be huge. Streets, etc. Like all the other things and arena. Like that would be like, whoa, okay. What you if, guys what really if nothing else. What if it's just the same <laughs> as it is now, but just with arena church? What if it's just just that? No streets, nothing else. I give them a handy. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I did like and that's actually that's actually derailed me completely. I don't, I don't even know where to go from there. I'll tell you where we go. No, that was. <laughs> I think that was, no, that all I was going to say was I think that's that's it about arena. We just had these like two little snippets. Yeah. We'll see. Obviously. But speaking of what's coming in the patch, I want to talk about your top three. We'll go three because I feel like we could do five. But top three features you want to see in the patch. What's your number three, Giga? My number three. Oh, I'm not yes. sure if I even ordered these. Actually, you talk, you said like to prepare. I feel like I feel so <laughs> like unprepared about this one. It's so funny. Like, that, let me have a look then. So, what what did what did I say? Uh, okay. So my number three then is probably uh, recipes for crafting. Interesting. So new recipes or reworked recipes or what? yeah, like like. So not as in like the recipe itself, but as in like the blueprint or something, you know, like the, the okay. book thing. I think it would be pretty interesting if you had to go and find like that plan or whatever mm-hmm. to actually unlock those individual ones. That would give you so many more things to go and find rather than just going workbench two and, you know, you turn the button and then all these crafts just unlock. It's really like another thing that you have to go take out of raid you know, maybe hand it in or just, yeah, you put it in, I don't know, you just hand it into the workbench or whatever and it unlocks that particular craft. It'd be kind of cool. Like it gives that collection right. part of the brain an itch as you go through and you're just like, oh, I haven't finished like, you know, 100%ing my hideout because I need to collect. Yeah. Like, this. I, can, I can see myself in six months time just like banging my head against the keyboard just being like, where is the last recipe? Or like someone gets really unlucky, just like can't craft BP for the whole wipe. <laughs> that would be hilarious. So maybe um, one thing they could do to I, basically how rust does it we might we probably we definitely talked about this before but you you have to bring the item back you want to craft and then like turn it in like they could do a blueprint in the rave i don't know where you would like where do you put that you know is it like you put it in generic loot containers is it loose loot there's like this giant blueprint on the couch and door <laughs> it's just like there it's like ooh <laughs> tv one ten rig, let's go. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I mean, you could put them in, yeah, lots of different places, I suppose. Um, you could just have them as like general loose filing cabinets. Perfect place. That's a, that'd that's, be a really good yeah, place. That'd make filing cabinets really valuable. They have me hitting those like that stuff. Well, I mean, filing cabinets are so bad now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're taking a huge nerve. Like most of them that you look in don't have anything in them even at this point. Like it's crazy. That's there. says. Uh, added maps and stuck them in filing cabinets, safes, safes, and jackets. I could see that you could have like little like blueprints, like you know. I don't know how they would do it within their lore. You know, would it be like a piece of napkin of like scribblings of how to craft a <laughs> TV one ten? It's like shoved in the jacket pocket. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I almost feel like you could almost have like the you know the gun ones and the ammo ones. You could put them in weapons crates, right? With other stuff, I just see that. Them drop. You could yeah. have. The food ones just in like the satchel bags and that kind of thing. Like, I feel like that would make sense at least. You could have the the right recipes in the right place, you know, broadly with those items. So if you're looking for gun crafts, you have to go to the gun boxes, that kind of thing. Another thing you could cool. do is you can see the crafts associated with their stations, but you have to you can see what you have the potential to craft. Like, I can craft a TV 110, for example. But to be able to unlock the craft and see what components you need, 
you have to turn one into that station that's found in raid and then yes, it will you have to it. like what, what what would that be your kind of um what's the word for that i can't think of the word reverse engineer you like reverse engineering it, yeah right? so you've got, you've got a, a working one right and you're like okay well i know kind of like broadly how to make one but like i need a working one so i can figure out how it gets put together <clears throat> there's a logic to that too i can see something like that i always thought like oh what happens if you you can only do each craft like maybe a set number of times each time you find the book or whatever but like that's kind of that's kind another of thing they could do if what if you could like oh, what if it's got uses yeah what if the recipe's got uses bp craft 15 out of 15 that could that would be really because then you have to go back and get the recipes well yeah. okay what if okay this is like so it is gamey though it's really gamey. I don't, I don't like it conceptually, but it works as a game mechanic. Well, here, I got you. I got you. you. You take the library, right? It's now a crafting station. Okay. You can build like a level one library with nothing in your hideout. And maybe you need like lights level one so you can see while you're reading. Whatever. And you can craft books that are like, you know, armor manual. And you have to turn in little parts to craft the book. And then once you craft the book, now you can craft a bunch of armors. But you can only read the book so many times before you need to get more knowledge. So you have to then craft another book to get the more uses to then craft the other stuff. Oh god! It's... You craft books to then craft armor for X amount of uses, and when that runs out, you got to craft the books again to read them and then learn the, how to do it. Yeah, see, that's the thing. These, these kind of mechanics they start to become like they start to just like fall <laughs> apart, don't they? There's like there's no logical like they they work with yeah. game mechanics. That's fine, but it's just like maybe they're even madness. Yeah, maybe they're even good for gameplay. Like this is the thing, but they don't make like any sort of coherent sense. Not right. that not that everything in EFT necessarily makes coherent sense, but uh, you know, as I've said previously, <laughs> we don't want to add to the madness. I think maybe yeah. there was a conversation with chat actually. Someone was just like, "Oh, but loads of stuff doesn't make sense in EFT." I'm just like, "Yeah, but my ideas. I don't want to contribute to the craziness with the ideas <laughs> that we're coming up with. You know, I don't yeah. want to make it worse. That's not the idea. The idea is not to just like, oh, well, it's already scuffed, so we may as well just add more scuffed mechanics. It's the exact the, opposite. Of what that's the exact want. opposite of what we're yeah. trying to achieve here. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's already a obtrusive and cumbersome and uh obtuse let's just make it even more obscure yeah. as well <laughs> yeah so that's why like even though maybe that would make sense you have to go and refarm those things if you want to do those crafts then mm. like yeah it's just a bit it's a bit artificial and doesn't really make sense oh you rubbed the, you rubbed it out you used it so much you rubbed out the ink <laughs> now you gotta get another one you know yeah. there was an accidental terrible uh, fire every time that you reach number 15 the unavoidable unavoidable problem <laughs> you're you already have to go and get the mats so like i think it's i think it's okay yeah no there's tons of ways to do it but i i like that i like that feature I, I do hope they do something like that that'd be really cool what was what was your number three so for me it was really tough man because i really wanted to say recoil changes but this one kind of takes precedent i think because Armor hit zone slash armor plates. I want to be able to either change my armor plate in the middle of a raid or have hit zones where certain parts, you know, aren't protected. It's not like chest mm. thorax. It's like parts of my chest, parts of my stomach, however the armor designed. Because the recoil can still be shit, generally speaking, but at least I'll have a chance of killing them a little bit more often, as will they. And if I could change my plates in the middle of the raid, that would be really cool because there's so many times where it's just like your armor gets toast and what do you do? 
if you like you have you would the only thing you can really do is kill someone and take their armor but you're probably gonna hit their armor <laughs> do you take a scab yeah. a broken armor that's already half unless you find the god scab that's got the tier four rig that's 40 out of 40 sometimes you can find those but anyways it's a really playing the mobile tarkov clone lost light you could change your plates in the middle of raid and i was like oh my god dude this like it completely changes it seems like a small thing but it just changes the gameplay so much it's great yeah i think it's interesting that you've like played the alternative and i think anybody who's kind of against armor plates i would ask them because i'm not i'm actually not 100 percent there either and i'm also asking myself this question right which is if we're against armor plates for for any reason or some conceptual reason the argument that you've made is actually quite a compelling reason to have them in because it's exactly the same reason why the CMS kit and the Surf 12 kit are also in the game. Because previously, if you got shot and you got a limb blacked or something, you were just leaving. That was it. Your new goal is now to leave. And it just wasn't very compelling as a game mechanic. Whereas having the CMS and Surf 12 now means that you can stay in raid and there's more longevity to each, each raid. You're able to tell a better story. And the same thing with the armor, right? As you're saying, once your armor gets zeroed, you're just like, well, there's, there's no sources in raid for getting another piece unless I play super, super, super carefully and try to catch somebody off guard and get a headshot and then go and loot them and then go and take their armor, right? Then maybe they're in the two or three and I just die anyway. So like, it's just, it's not, there's no consistent sources to get new armor. And so having the plate system, then again, it gives you that, okay, you couldn't do it in a fight because it kind of takes too long. Or if you do, there's a risk reward associated with it, but that it allows you to continue on in that raid and, and continue to to play uh, rather than just having to leave so it's exactly the same argument i'm i'm still like i'm still like on the oh, i don't know about like the cms serve 12 thing i accept the argument but in some ways it's like less the game's less punishing for that which i don't really like necessarily but i do accept the gameplay benefits for it um so i'm kind of the same on on this i think yeah i would say with the cms thing is that because it is so valuable and it is so small. It can go in a container. So effectively, as soon as you find one or have one, you just like always have that. Not always, but you have that ability for the next X raids, you know? And eventually, basically, it's a point where you can always have that ability. So like everyone pretty much blacking someone's limbs basically means nothing in terms of I mean, it means something, but it doesn't mean like how it used to, where you black your limb. Your only option was to leave the raid, right? Yeah. I'm, what I'm getting at is like most like it all depends on execution, but most likely you probably won't be able to fit this into your container. You may be able to, depending on how big it is. I don't know, but regardless, like it's going to be one of those things where, as you said, there's going to be decision making to be made like oh should i play it up now or is he going to push me when i do this you know etc so like it just kind of adds more strategy depth to the game and it's i don't know I, for me i i just after playing it in the shitty tarkov mobile clone it was just like god tarkov has his features it's like because then also when you kill someone um and this the well uh, two things one how they have the mechanic set up when you do the plates it's like brings down the maximum right it doesn't like it isn't like a full repair oh, I see. so it, it's like as if you repaired by prepper or something mm -hmm. so it's actually kind of not good like in some cases it's better to leave the raid without repairing your armor because you can get the better repair outside of raid right and I then see. two would be 
um, if you kill someone and they didn't use their plate repair for replacement, then you that's like extra loot for you to take out. It's like now instead of taking out their armor, it's like, oh, I'll just take their plates. Like it's effectively as good as taking their armor out, potentially. It's kind of neat. Yeah, I think it's going to depend on like how the sizing works. You know, if it's like right. a two there's by a one details. or something, if each plate yeah. is a two by one, or maybe some of the big plate, maybe the chest plate, maybe there's like multiple ones. Maybe there's like side and front and back as well. Maybe it's different one, different ones for different armors. And um, yeah, there's also like people saying some armor doesn't isn't replaceable. So like I think some of the Russian armor isn't isn't replaceable. It's like all like all sewn in, so you might might not be able to replace those. It's only going to be the ones that you have carriers for. Are you able to actually swap them out? I mean, I don't know. We're going to have to see. I mean, for me, the only thing that I, I don't really care so much about about it because it doesn't have, I don't know, it has an impact on gameplay for sure. But the thing that I care about is that I really just want to see, and we were talking about this previously, but I want to see the whole arms, chest, thorax, the stomach thing. I want those to just be delinked. Right. As soon as we get that, like, I'll be okay. Like, I'm, I'd be okay if the system stays as is, just so long as there's like, you have different durability on each each limb. Because right. at the moment, it's just this silly, you know, you don't want arms because you should get shot in the arm, then you get shot in the chest, and then you die because BP. Um, on your as far as, like, armor. Because if you, you, yeah. you're shooting the arm on the arm armor, the whole armor is getting reduced, essentially. Yeah, the shared yeah. hitbox is, like, the most unrealistic thing about yeah. them. Um, That's true as well. That would be a bit annoying. Even just that feature, that one feature, I would, I would be very happy because that would change up the armors choices and make them way more interesting a lot more harder to choose it'd be fun yeah because it's like so re- it's so unrealistic the the yeah. one shared hitbox especially and there's the bigger the armor gets the more it covers <clears throat> the worse it gets right if it's a slick it doesn't matter because it's just currently it's just thorax and that's fine okay and thorax and stomach it's, it's, kind, it's kind of okay but as soon as you then get into arms too it's like oh god like this now is really bad they're almost right. always hitting arms first and the whole durability is going down and then because of the way the percentage chance works on it for penetration it's just like well you actually don't want to do that a lot of the time i think so arguably I, yeah, the I, worst one is the one that's like thorax and arms oh yeah the ospreys <laughs> yeah i think that's i think that might be the worst one uh just because like if they hit you in the upper chest that means they're always hitting your armor and if they hit you in the stomach they're gonna get the multipliers that are doing like bonus flesh damage like it's almost the worst option yeah exactly it's like you get shot by arms and then your thorax is unprotected you get shot in the stomach you get destroyed anyway like yeah it's it's the it's just the worst of all things and that's the thing like i think the, the armor system would be fine even just with that um and then yeah. maybe with this replaceable plates thing on top like okay that's that's interesting and it gives <clears throat> i'd almost want to see i don't know i don't know you'd want to see a rework of the way the armor functions economically too so those ones that are all sewn together you'd want them to be a lot cheaper i guess in the game than the ones that you can just continuously replace because those would be the meta ones right you could take spare plates and put them in but if you want the ceramic one that's all one part and can only be repaired out of raid and can't be changed in raid that should be that should be cheaper i mean that sort of is the case anyway in the game so i don't know how much difference that would make but yeah it'd be interesting it'd be interesting we'll see all right we'll what's see. your number two pick Feature you want to see in the game. My XY. number two pick is probably the ongoing discussion about reordering of quests. This has sparked up a big debate mm. on Twitter um, across the internet because I think it was because so the Tarkov, like the girls of Tarkov Q and A, that Nikita said 
we're going to be reordering the quest so that there's a fresh feeling for those who have already played it like a billion times, basically. And there is a video by Nice Guy that I do think is a little inflammatory. It's it's just speculation, and that's fine. But it's, it's, I do think it's sort of borderline because he basically says like the next patch, everything could change. We could be on the streets. I mean, he's right, right? In theory, we don't know. We don't know anything. But he says like in, we could start on the streets. And we could have no traders. We could have no quests. We could have nothing. And we could have to possible. make our way. Sure. Like eventually this is going to have to happen. It could right. happen any any wipe from now, basically. Because at some point it's going to happen between now and 1.0. And we just don't know where in the pathway that's going to that's gonna <laughs> occur. I think it's extraordinarily unlikely um, based on like the way that Nikita was talking about it. It's just like, oh, we're going to you know, reorder the quest and make it feel a bit fresh or whatever. Yeah, he was just like, it's gonna, it's gonna, everything's gonna change completely. But I think a lot of people took it the wrong way. There was a big thread with Deadly and um, and Pesterly and a load of other people about. Oh yeah, I saw about that. this because yeah, because the Deadly actually put out a, a video that's potentially like actually potentially th- more wrong. <laughs> if you know what I mean, because like nice guy, if you follow him closely, he's he's always talking about speculation. Whereas like Deadly's video is just like we will not see this in the next wipe. So unless he has information that uh, the rest of us don't have, he was just like, this Wait, is not going to happen. In the he's saying that he made. Deadly was saying that what Nice Guy said wasn't going to happen. Am I understanding that correctly? Basically, that like uh. that we, weren't gonna, that we weren't just going to like, it's not, we're not like throwing out all the old tasks. We're not going to be doing completely new tasks. Like the old stuff's like not being used and like being thrown out, whatever. I, mean, I think he was addressing the community really, not, not Nice Guy. Because Nice Guy didn't really say that either, but I think some people thought that all the tasks were getting an overhaul, like we were never going to have to be completing like Bronze Pocket Watch again, unlikely, for example. But and that's what he that's what he was saying. So he was like, "This is never that's not going to be the case. Like we're going to maybe get some more streets quests, and there's going to be some more streets quests early." That's what I'm but, thinking, right? But you know, you're going to be completing Bronze Pocket Watch. Maybe they're in a different order. It was basically yeah. what he said. But like, I don't think he knows either. Right. This really, is all which speculation. I was, like, I was like, "That's kind of like he was very, very firm about it," and I was like. Eh, it's confident. He, it was very, very confident. <laughs> yeah. It was very confident. And I was like, I, I, understand, I understand where he was coming from, though. I understand where he was coming from. But there was like, oh, there was so, there was so much in there. I'm trying, to find, I'm trying to find it, actually, at the moment. But um, Pesterly replied in this thread as well. Like, everyone was involved in this thing. It, was, it got, like, kind of almost had a hand. Um, and Pesterly, here we go. So there was, like, a whole set of stuff that Deadly was talking about, saying, like, Maybe I'm wrong. Is there an additional source other than the interview? And basically everyone was like, no. Pesley said, Nikita told me that it would be too much work to rearrange the tasks before the wipe. But then he said during the girls' podcast that he was going to. At least that's what the transcript said. I don't think it meant to change the task, but more the order. Which I thought was fascinating. The fact that he told him that he wasn't even going to change them originally. And that was in like mid-November. And on the girls' podcast, he's like, oh, no, we're, we are going to change them. We're going to move them around. That, gets, so it, it, like, that kind of checks out. You know, moving like like yeah. what if you did set up on like you know when you were level ten or fifteen? Mm. Wouldn't that be pretty nice, actually? Mm-hmm. It would. I'd, I'd be down it for would. that. Yeah, it'd be kind of interesting. So I think that's so that coming back to the the, the question. Yeah, that's probably my number two. Okay, that can fundamentally <clears throat> change the game quite significantly, depending on what we see where. Because also, if different ammos and whatever is locked behind different things like you know 56a1 has been locked behind the cult part two for all eternity and that's just like the peacekeeper progression that's how you make 
that's how you get five five six weapons to be good right it's like it's it really is important because the the ammo is really important so it means the quest that they're behind is really important and if they're changing the order right. they might change the rewards um and that is also then going to make it critical as to what's behind what because be these pathways really cool. these, these like yeah these meta pathways are going to change and that's like yeah. I, I quite like that pathway to progression and that's sort of what I make a lot of videos about myself because I, I think it's interesting for people because they want to get to the next thing and like know where the like how to ratchet themselves up through the Tarkov right. progression system in the most efficient way. It's the stuff that I quite like looking at. So that'd be really some, cool. Sorry, go ahead. Piques my interest. No, it just piques my interest. That's all I was going to say. If they move Colt down a bit more closer to like BP, the 545 or 5 by 39, the, the Russian BP, what, what's, what, what's the one I'm talking about? 5 5. Yeah, they move that one down, uh, or move five six eight one down closer towards that. That would be interesting because I would like it's always kind of been like AK early white dominant, like Russian round Russian guns dominant. It'd be kind of nice to have like more reliable, if you will, not get stuck behind flash drives and skier to get the Colt done to do that to get that unlocked. Yada yada. It's not fun. Yeah, like maybe like. Maybe it, yeah, they'd have to do something to make sure they weren't too freely available, like the five five six guns, because otherwise, then people just no one would use the AKs. <laughs> there wouldn't be any point because they're just using five five six. Maybe put it closer to wherever BT is located for. Oh, maybe use the G thirty six. Then we'll see. Dude, I mean, yeah, <laughs> that'd be fun. Um, yeah, that's 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 my one. That's, I think that could be cool. What's your number two? Number two for me is. <sighs> In Ray Trader, man. I don't care if it's Lightkeeper, Prepper, Therapist. I don't care who it is. If it's Joe Smo from down the street, just give me some In Ray Trader. I want to see what they can do with that. I want to. I want to see. You know, should I have my hopes up for 1.0? Like, should they be increased with this? Because I'm. I just. There's just so many question marks behind that, and I want to see how they tackle some of the challenges, like we spoke about with um haze a couple weeks ago like are people are the trades going to be just like is the meta going to be people running in to these traders with the item they want to barter for you know in their butt every time so you can't you know it's, it's just effectively like whatever i killed the guy i guess you know i don't know i'm curious to see the details man i want to know what it's like and i'm super excited for that growing into a more I don't want to say open world because I think that's overused and misconstrued but if that's even a word but you know what the future of 1.0 will look like I want to see that more more stuff in the raid not outside the raid yeah because we've talked about that a lot right and like yeah. having more traders in raid fixes so many of the problems with like finding raid <laughs> and that, that whole system namely right? like, <laughs> yeah Namely, finding raid, which right. if you put everything in raid, then it all disappears. So, you know, the more that we can migrate into the raid, probably for the best, just for the simplification of some of those systems and things. So, yeah, no, I, I agree. It would be interesting to see. And they've kept it under wraps for so long. We've been waiting for some trader, Lightkeeper in particular, but we've been waiting for to see the system, you know, and they've kind of hyped it up and said, oh, we've kept it under wraps because we wanted to make sure the system was good and we've got a whole you know, new dialogue system and all this kind of stuff. And you're going to walk up to him and he's going to say, it doesn't matter who you are. All that matters is just where you are, where you need to be right now. And all these funny voice lines that Nikita's been talking about. And then he's going to say, here, here's your thermal scope. And you say, thank you. And then you're going to walk out and you're going to die instantly because they're actually going to kill you because they've 
haven't turned off the AI targeting or something. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it'll be cool to see if they move more traders into the raid as well as just him. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got Trap or whoever in, in, in raid or therapist or, or whatnot. That would be cool. I, I just can't even begin to speculate as to how that changes the structure of the game, honestly, because it's like it's so far reaching. That's just, why I'm just like, I really want the feature because I want to see where they're going with it. Like if it's like poorly implemented, I'm going to be disappointed. But, you know, I'm going to do my part to be like, hey, this is, you know, you guys should change this, this, blah, 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 whatever. But it just doesn't bode well for the future to me anyways if it's like just absolute garbage will i is it going to you know do i think it's going to be absolute garbage i don't know so i just want to see it now okay (laughs) like (laughs) i don't care if it's broken put it in so that i can say it's broken you need to go back and fix it (laughs) it's basically it. yeah yeah exactly i agree i agree yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, this, that's the thing. There's so many ways. It's so hard to even speculate about it because yeah, it never ends up the way that you think, right? And in my head, it's like, oh, you know, you're gonna go in for like you because I never, I actually didn't think that for the longest time. I didn't think that the other traders were going in raid, but apparently they are. Like I, I had that misconception for quite a while until relatively recently, I would say, like the last couple of months when Nice Guy started talking about it. Like, oh yeah, they put they put all the traders in raid, although they wanted to put them all, and then they said they were going to do one or two, and now they're thinking about putting them all back in raid. I'm just yeah, like, they did go back and forth. It seemed mm-hmm. like yeah, like I think I missed the memo or something on them coming back on that because I originally thought like just going to be Lightkeeper, everything else going kind of going to be the same. Open world is going to be connected maps. So it's going to be maps connected with restrictions. Lightkeeper is going to have the really really heavy explosive stuff, which is going to be used in cool places like streets to do stuff that you can't otherwise do. Unique game mechanics to drive player-driven storylines because you're going to have to go to X place with X item to convince Lightkeeper to get Y item to take to another location to go and do something else, right? That was the way that I imagined it in my head. But I mean, it could be like that. It could be like that to an even greater extent because all the traders are going to be in there. So the whole thing starts to become this like dynamic, you know, player-driven. I need to go here to get this. I need to go into Prapple, but I need to protect myself on the way and blah, 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 blah. Or it could be something completely different. I have no idea. I have no idea at this point. I just can't there. It's just so hard to speculate. It's tough. Yep. It's tough. All right. Oh. Number one feature, Giga. What you got? I said changes to the recall system. I put it right there at the top. I'm <laughs> yes. sorry. I put it right there. Not, sorry, not sorry about it. You know, yes. I, just, I was talking about it again recently because I've continued to do some like casual zero to heroes. Actually, I've not been paying as much attention. I've basically just been talking to chat whilst wandering around was over the red rebel it's quite funny <laughs> like Tarkov just happens to be on in the background i could just like just play a video of like me playing another time or something <laughs> and i just it just so happens to be on and we're just chatting and we were talking about you know meta attachments and why yeah exactly like i'm pressing the keys i'm really um about why meta attachments matter now because everyone has them and if people don't always have them blah, blah, blah. but like it's just it's, the recall system needs to be adjusted because the the interrelation between the guns needs to be changed. Like the absolute amount of recoil in the game, even if it's unrealistic, I don't really care. Like I think it's it's honestly it's fine. It doesn't really matter so long as the relative relationships between the weapons is fixed slightly. Because we have some guns that are just way too good, some guns yeah. that are nowhere near good enough, and that balance just is not it's not right. It just isn't right. And I really really hope that we get something for that. Like 
I was showcased, I think I talked about this the other time, but showcasing the MP5 SD versus the RD, right? And it was just like, the recall is very similar. And it's because the combination of the fire rate and the internal stats and da-da-da, but one's shooting 7.62 VP at 600 RPM and one's shooting 9mm PST at 800 RPM. And they've got like the same top point of that. It's just like, no, this is just like, no. What's, hap- what's happened here? This is, just, this is just not right anymore. And it's really severely limited the weapons pool, made it boring. It means everyone's running... RD, Mutant, SR, M1A, all of those kind of guns, um, or some SMGs. It's just, yeah, so many guns are just like cut out of the meta, and I just think it really needs a, a, a big a big rebalance internally within those things. Like, the UMP does no business being that good. I mean, come on. I'm like, the Scar, she's like, why is the Scar so much better than than the others within 556? It's just like, I just, I don't, I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I think... And I'll, I think that the way they designed, from what I can tell, the way they designed the system, it's if they wanted to do a complete overhaul, it's probably going to be too much work for them, like realistically. So I think what the easiest thing to do, in my opinion, would be to go back to the old recoil system. Because, yeah, there were a few outliers that were pretty bad at some points, you know, namely... Um, even the mutant was pretty good when it first came out. I think that was into the old recoil, or maybe that was the I don't whatever, the the Val, the VSS, you know. But that was maybe the ammo. You could say maybe it was the the recoil, whatever, you know. But they got it, they got it into a decent place, and there was a lot of options back then. Everything was a laser beam. Was like the general like, do you want extreme laser beam or do you want? Eh, kind of accurate laser beam you know it's just like mp5 sd or an ak it was kind of like that right so yeah and that kind of made everything more accessible because it was um viable i should say um so i don't know i think that would be the easiest thing there's uh, just want to shout out numbers and tarkov he put up another i'm curious to get him on the show i would love but i i don't know we'll see um, anyways, he put out a video about the ergonomic change and he had a really cool idea where, um, essentially, sorry, not the ergonomic change. He, he explained how ergonomic works and it's essentially milliseconds. And basically the thing with ergonomics that I didn't really think about, but it's actually really true is that a lot of two things. One, you're basically only when you put points in ergo, you're only primarily putting points into ADS speed. Yes, technically um uh lighter parts also affect like hold down time and and such like how long you can aim down the site or whatever and yeah. usually there's a relationship between high ergo parts and whatever lightweight parts but not always mm-hmm. but anyways you're also only getting like half the benefit cuz once you're ADS you don't get anything right it's just that that transition phase from ADSing and unADSing. Whereas recoil, you practically always get it because you're gonna, you know, like the point of the gun is to shoot it. You know what I mean? So like you're always getting the benefit of recoil. Whereas if ergo, you're arguably not because you can shoot the gun while you're hip fired. And his suggestion was to change ergo, just add it, like keep the ADS stuff, but also make it affect hip fire accuracy. And then you would like incentivize short builds because it would make sense. Like, why would I want to bring this giant long juice cannon SA58 foul into factory and it be super hip 
fire accurate, low recoil. Whereas, I you know realistically, you want to bring a short one, and you probably would be hit fire more. And it you know it might yeah it has more recoil, but like it'd be easier to hit fire because it's short, it's more maneuverable. Like I was like, dude, that's such a genius freaking idea, and you could like have the lasers effects. Like, I have a multiplier bonus on the stat, whatever. Anyways, I thought that was really cool. Um, but circling back, re- yeah, recoil change would be nice, man. Just go back to the old system, honestly. Like, the worst part about this system is, as you demonstrated, the numbers mean nothing. The, the foundation that they have with the hidden stats means so much more. Um, name, you know, Scar, RD are like prime examples. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea. Yeah, you could give Ergo something else. Exactly. Either like, you know, point fire bonus, or you could give it a, you know, when you're sh- like some other effect when you're aiming down sights, like it sways less or something. That's you know, a good idea. Not in, hold, yeah. not in hold breath or whatever, like something else. But yeah, I agree. Ergo doesn't do as much as recall, which is, normally why people and i do with all my bills right you optimize for recall first and then you tweak and say okay how little recall can i get away with to get as much ergo as possible if i can if i give up like a percent of recall but i get nine ergo then like i'm gonna do it every day mm-hmm. um until you get to a point where it's like oh, you kind of like it's too recall for six ergo like it depends where you are in that spectrum as well on the weapon build like right you know if you're if you're already down in the 30s of ergo and you haven't even put scope on or a mag or something, you're like, okay, well, I'll probably trade up for more ergo quicker. So you're already at 50 or something. And this is the reason why the RDs and those lot are so powerful because they already have quite high base ergo. So when you're, you're suppressed and everything and you're like, well, I still have 50 ergo. So like, it's no big deal. I can, I can put snap these things, no problem. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It'd be good to give ergo something else. Cause it's just, yeah, ADS speed isn't, isn't everything. You know, if you ADS fast and then recall just makes you go, Brr! up into the air it just feels bad and recall is the, the most important thing and yeah again it's like if you're already ads onto somebody then recall is the only thing that matters yeah so, yeah it's, it's interesting interesting we we will we will see we will see if we get get a rebalance i just think the last one my final word on it is that i just think the last rebalance for that was just really clumsy was adding recall across everything just across the board and then doing no changes on it for two wipe spaces like that yeah they tweaked some stuff they tweaked the five five six guns down the base recalls a bit and stuff but like nothing fundamental got changed none of the hidden stats got changed the pivot point on the actual weapon didn't get changed like nothing that actually would dramatically affect the system and make it better got amended really at all it was just like here you go plus 20 recall on everything and we're going to maybe tweak some bits some little bits but like no, they need to. They really, really need to. Like it's a game, right? It's, it's a guns game, right? They just fix the guns. You can fix the guns first. Come on. Yeah. No, I I respect I respect that uh, that answer, man. Number one. What's your number one? Selfishly free camp, man. I just I really I want some really cool features, man. I want to do some cool. Yeah, I want to do some we cool offline, like offline raid features. I I want to do some cool content related editor type stuff man i really want yeah. those tools and then the other people like your wellens your aqua uh i was gonna Pestilli. say in a junker on you know yeah dude junker i'm sure junker would eat that up um as well yeah it would just because like now you technically can do that but you have to do it a, a not so legal way technically speaking so 
and I just I don't really like it's very complicated you know it's just like I so anyways long story short that would be awesome that would be really cool I would dig it so much yeah I think the potential for content creation in general and just media around the game like not just playing itself but the stuff that people can make with it that would actually have a huge impact on that which is which is cool you know there's a big part of like if you're part of, if you don't care about that stuff then whatever right but if you're like yeah. part of the, the broader community of the game you like watching the cool vids that people make and like watching our man junkers videos and, and people like that it's enabling more people to get into that stuff without having to go down you know there's the suspect pass that you that you talk about for, for non-nefarious purposes right and this, this yeah. is the most important point about it people being forced to do things that they don't really want to do to get things to look the way that they want for creative and artistic purposes not for anything malicious um it just makes sense it makes sense for them to help people out and i'm pleased i've said this before but i'm pleased that nikita is on board we're giving us these tools after giving us more flexibility with the the co-op offline seeing what people have already done with a very 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 limited tool set right like all they've given us is just a checkbox to spawn (laughs) together basically right outside of that like you've got to play with ai you got to play with whatever weather comes through you know, you have to have to play with EOD only. It's like it was very limited in its first iteration, and people have already come up with some really cool stuff. So, yeah, it's good. I'm glad they're on board with it, and I, I, I'm glad that they realise that it makes sense for them because it does. Yeah. Like, it's free content for their game. <laughs> okay, well, um, I think we're coming to a close here. Uh, unless you got any other final things you want to say, Giga. I don't think so. I think we're, I, th- I think we've kind of covered everything. And uh, I mean, dude, by, by, the, by the time we speak next week, we could have had, uh, we could have had, a, we could have had five days of the new wipe. I know yeah. it's, I can't, I don't know, dude. That's so weird. I know. That's so weird. We could know all of these things. And we, you know, have, I've looked at all this stuff. There's all these new things to look at. I don't I'm know. Envious of my, I'm envious of my, of our five days time selves. <laughs> yeah I don't you know, know dude it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy yeah and that's it I think possibly by the time you the listener or viewer are watching this listening you could be loading into raid on the streets and dying as soon as you spawn into a scab of a Taz shotgun fun so, <laughs> so tactically when do we need to post this cast so that everybody is waiting in the queue to download it's you know the game's unavailable <laughs> People yeah. have got nothing else to do. They may as well just come and listen to an episode of Scav Talk talking about the speculation for the wipe that they're waiting for because the five hours of server downtime has been extended to eight for another three. So they may as well may as well pop on an episode and listen to old Church Giga, you know. Shoot the stuff in the evening. I can see the tweet now. While you're waiting for the servers to get cooled down, check out Scav Talk. Exactly. But no, seriously, guys. Um, thanks everyone for the support for the year. Um, happy holidays, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for next episode. See you guys later. What if we, you know, kind of just like put our nuts in order and be like, okay, what do you think about this nut? I'm like, hmm, yeah. Let's order our nuts. Okay. Yeah, I'm Maybe thinking like for offline. <laughs> 
I'm thinking of ordering it like a tier list, you know, which like kind of like what we did at the end, you know, your top three features, like not tier list, not free <laughs> enough of 2022.